0: feedback loop i am joey and i'm jeremy and this week we're talking about the album ballads one by joji
1: yeah does he have uh is there a ballads too is there is there a series of ballads albums i actually didn't look into this
0: there is not a series of ballads albums in fact uh like i think because what he used to do he kind of s- started doing a lo-fi type thing originally mm-hmm. which i mean you can kind of hear in this album and yes yeah, for sure he i think he took his most ballady type songs or the most popular sounding type songs that he had previously made and put them on this album like i think some right. of them are previous songs but some of them are okay. new so like i'm not 100% sure that's just me guessing honestly so yeah but
1: it just, it just seems like Maybe he planned to do a second one, or maybe he still plans, because this album came out uh, two years ago. Yeah. And maybe he's cooking up ballads, too.
0: I mean, yeah. he might be. He's got, like, his newer stuff sounds, I'd say, more poppy than this. And okay. I, I, I like it, but just it sounds more poppy than this album did.
1: Cool. Well, maybe I'll have to look at it. I saw he had a bunch of new singles, uh, yeah. or new-ish singles, at the very least.
0: He does, and you should listen to him because I like him.
1: <laughs> well, we'll see if I if I like this. If you don't even know if I like this album, to be honest. But
0: yeah, I know, and it's it's freaking me out, man. <laughs> but but I'll find out. I'll find out
1: very very shortly. You'll we'll, you'll find out. Uh, why did you pick this album?
0: Well, I picked this album because I don't know. We're kind of doing like a dark. You said dark pop was what yeah. ba- that Banks album was, Goddess, and before this was kind of like my sad boy dark album with. Mourn by Corbin, right? So yeah, I kind of there's
1: there's definitely a connection there. I I, I noticed. I mean, there, there's a production connection, but there's just a general like sound connection between yeah. that Corbin album and this one that I noticed.
0: Yeah, it's like I picked this album. It kind of seemed like a midpoint to me between the Corbin and the Banks album. So I like split the yeah. difference a little bit. I can see that.
1: We're just going out of order a little bit on the... We're, we're hopping all over the gradient. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, but it's fine. It's fine. This is a good... <laughs> this is a good type of music. We both are into it, I, I'd yeah. say. But yeah, so that's why I picked it. And it just seemed like a good next step. Especially because you said you were going on this whole dark pop tangent. So I thought I'd throw my two cents in.
1: Yeah, it's actually changed the order of albums that I was planning. Uh, So I have a handful of dark pop albums on our list. Uh, I had planned to do, I think, three more. Uh, originally, I planned to only do three, starting with banks and ending with Tuvalu. But uh, this album made me rearrange some things, and I'm actually gonna do three addition like three more, so a total of four in this little journey uh, because this album kind of made me change the order of things. next week we're we're doing an album that I wasn't planning on doing uh, prior. But it's fine. <laughs> we're talking about this album now we'll talk about that at the end <laughs> um, the album art for this is uh, what looks like a very low quality uh photograph of presumably joji I haven't that, seen this man
0: that is him that is that is joji
1: and he's he's it looks like he's like in a hot tub or something or maybe on the edge of a pool he he looks shirtless and wet yeah. and he's like leaning back he, he's looking at the camera over his left shoulder uh, a bit
0: yeah it's kind of like a creepy because he's got like a weird weird little smile
1: type thing. (laughs) yeah yeah he's got a big grin on his face and the polaroid
0: red eye type thing (laughs) that you used to get like it was taken with it seems like an actual camera and not like a digital camera
1: yeah i think that's a connection that i I just made um there are there's a mention of red eye in a few songs and i think in one of them specifically maybe it, it was it could be interpreted as referring to uh, kind of an old Polaroid red-eye thing instead of – or, or as well as uh, the typical red-eye-meaning-drugs kind of thing. <laughs> but, but we'll get to that, I guess. Yeah, when it, we'll when see it comes it.
0: I mean, but yeah. So I'm going to throw – like, I know last time whenever I picked this album and I introed Joji, I said something about Filthy Frank. Did you look mm-hmm. up any of the YouTube videos or anything? I have not. Okay. Well – just as a, a bad pre- boy. as a preface for everyone out there, if you know who Fil- filthy Frank is but you don't know who Joji is, uh, Joji is filthy Frank. They're the same person. He was like kind of an extreme humor, gross out. Old- I I don't want to say gross out because that kind of reduces what he was doing. But I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of just gross out type <laughs> stuff. But filthy Frank, he was a YouTuber, a big YouTuber and all that so
1: did he make music as filthy frank or was it mostly like skit videos and, and he stuff made like that?
0: he made like skit videos and uh he made he has a character called pink guy where he just wore an all pink kind of like uh like the green man suits or whatever that you see yeah, like a morph he, suit yeah like a morph suit he would just wear a green a pink one and have his face like the face cut out so you could see his face and yeah. he made it, two, I think he made two albums as Pink Guy, and they were just kind of like meme songs. Gotcha. So it was kind of like a humor type thing, but he, apparently he really didn't want to do that. He kind of just did it as a creative outlet and making music like this is what he wanted to do. So this
1: is... he He's separating himself from it by, by going by Joji, which I'm assuming is his name. His name is George Miller, I believe. Oh, Okay. Well.
0: I, I know his name's George. I don't know his last name's Miller, but yeah. I and I think he was born in Japan, so maybe Joji has something to do with that, like maybe that's like a a Japanese phonetic pronunciation yeah, like kind of a of thing. George or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm guessing. We're spewing nonsense.
1: Yeah. That's what we do. We spread misinformation. Yeah. It's the American I'm, way. <laughs> I'm
0: over here just talking like some sort of dumb person
1: it's fine. There there's 12 tracks on this album, which you would think would give it some some length, but they're actually pretty short songs. Mm-hmm. Comes up to 35 minutes. Oh yeah. Roughly, which uh it's nice it, it's it's short and sweet and to the point uh, as as we've discussed several times before <laughs> with longer, shorter albums.
0: One of these days I'll pick like an hour and a half album, but
1: <laughs> that that will be a bad yeah. week for everyone. That 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 podcast will never end.
0: Yeah. But uh before we Lose our uh, attention. Attention is the first song on this album. I was going to try to.
1: (laughs) Hey, it it worked. I, I, I didn't realize what you were doing until you did it. So
0: already starting off with just the terrible, (laughs) terrible segues, but attention is the first song. It kind of opens up like I'd say a lonely, lonely piano chords, which I think call back to kind of how we got to start Pat, Post Filthy Frank with like the lo fi stuff that he started out doing as Joji,
1: yeah. It, it, it has a lo fi beat that comes definitely. in as well, yeah. Which, uh, it, a, a lot of his album has kind of some lo fi elements, which is pleasant, I think.
0: Well, good, I'm glad you like it because I like it too. It's uh, very much girl in her room studying
1: that, that one street, that
0: one picture, <laughs> yeah, that you yeah,
1: chill, chill cow.
0: yeah, chill, chill, beats to study to or whatever, yeah, but uh. I don't know. He does something in the song that kind of, I think it comes in in the second verse. It's like a super blown out basic Bass. sound. Yeah. And he does that several times throughout this album, which I mean, I know it's a sound, it's an aesthetic that goes along with this, but I really like the way he uses it. It's just a sound. I like it's, yeah,
1: it's, 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 it's cool. And it, it shows progression in the music and it's, I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's, it's creative. It's interesting. Uh, one thing you have not mentioned thus far, uh, which I am assuming is uh, deliberate, is he does not have a very great voice. <laughs> um, it's it's not that he can't sing though, is what bothers me. I am mm-hmm. surprised I am bothered by vocals, um, but he, he he mumbles. Oh yeah, he doesn't he doesn't open his mouth enough when he sings most of the time. There are some exceptions on this album, which is how I know that he can sing. But a lot of this album, uh, this song included, he just kind of mumbles through the lyrics. Uh, with he he gives it melody, which is fine, but he he mumbles it, which immediately makes me think of like a lot of modern mumble rap, which I know is kind of a derogatory thing, but that's where my mind goes when when. He just kind of like, it mm-hmm, 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 doesn't sound like he's actually saying words a lot of the time. A little bit of a <laughs> <Tanner>. <laughs> yeah. I
0: like it because it adds, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is like the whole mumble rap thing, whatever. Some people do it great. Some people actually do it sure. great. And it sounds good. But it's called mumble rap for a reason, mumble whatever. And I, I think he does it to fit with the tone of his music. Because it is very much sad boy type music.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I don't know. It kind of gives off almost a, like a depressed, like lethargic.
1: Yeah, he doesn't even type. care enough to like to yeah. to really say his because it also I think lyrically I I don't know if it's in this song. Um, at some point in this album, I really should have thought about this ahead of time. At some point in this album, he mentions that he like he tried to 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 speak his voice and nobody was listening. He was trying to to get his message out and nobody was listening. So maybe it, it was a character choice, I guess, for him to be so, like, dejected and mumbly because he thinks nobody gives a shit what he's saying.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, like, I, I'm on board with that line of thought because there's so many times in this album, and, I mean, in his songs in general, where he's talking about... He, not, he not, doesn't quite give off, like, a nice guy type feel. But he, it's right. There's there's points in the album where it seems it's coming from a place of not necessarily friend zone, but he's like talking about all these girls who would never notice him and doesn't care about his right. existence, like all that type of stuff. Where he's like, I never have a chance, and I, this and this and this, and it's just yeah, a very it, dejected way of looking.
1: It is the song. Uh, the first line of the the verse. He says, "I thought I'd vocalize my troubles, but nobody will listen." Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I guess I can, I can give him a pass on that. It's just I don't know. It's I'm very picky with vocals. You guys know that if you've listened. It, it's. I don't hate it, but it, it's just it's kind of a little off putting, mm-hmm. uh, and in some ways it kind of works. Uh, I know I've mentioned. Uh, I think I mentioned on the podcast, I know I've mentioned personally, uh, I think off the podcast that listening to foreign music for me is, is fine because I don't understand what they're saying. I just get the melody of the voice and I don't have to worry about the lyrics. I don't have to like, I'm, I'm not distracted by lyrics. So I guess it's kind of a good thing that I can't understand them from a, a purely music standpoint, but it, it's, it's not a great voice. I, I think it, it it's kind of whiny. Sounds kind of flat sometimes too. So I, I, I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about this man's voice. No, it's cool, man. It's cool, man. Don't, don't Lyrically, worry, though, man. Uh, as, as you kind of mentioned, this album this album is kind of about a lot of like sad breakup stuff. This one seems like he's in love with someone that doesn't reciprocate it. He ha- it seems he has like a history of moving into relationships maybe too quickly and then being sad when they end, even though she doesn't really care about him. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, And and maybe he's not the best at showing he cares or he doesn't know how to to care or how to show that he cares. And she isn't uh, she isn't feeling it.
0: Yeah, like definitely from this song, I get the vibes that he's not he's he's a kind of socially inept person in the first place. Yeah, and he's trying to get the attention of somebody who just doesn't even like won't pay him any attention. And there's so many points on the album and in this song. Where I get the feeling that it's not, they're not necessarily not paying attention to him because he's ugly or what whatever he's a friend zone whatever but yeah. like it's simply because he is not like you said able to
1: articulate pro- his yeah feelings.
0: like exactly yeah like get it out there properly so it's not yeah. it's not anything necessarily against him other than he is isn't just isn't good at being social i guess
1: yeah the the line there's a line in the song he says i know i'm cryptic and i'm weird and that shit comes off as indifferent uh and i think that's what kind of made me think that he's just bad at bad yeah. at getting out what he's trying to say or bad at expressing how he's feeling at least
0: yeah it's uh it's a feeling that i've had a few times so i can relate i'm there for you joji <laughs> i get you, it
1: you've you've been there slow dancing in the dark by yourself
0: yeah, yeah, I have. Where'd that
1: come from? <laughs> <laughs> slow dancing in the dark, Joey. If you if you weren't aware, is the second track uh, on on this album. I couldn't think of a good segue. I no, just threw it out there. Uh, but yeah, slow, slow dancing in the dark. Uh, it has a very like chill rising and then falling synth melody that I like. Immediately, the song when his voice comes in, he has more melody in the song than he did in the last one vocally as well. Yeah. It's still kind of hard to make out what he's saying. I think um strangely i don't know why the 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 melody that he sings kind of reminds me of who Stank's the reason (laughs) uh, at least in in the verse where he goes i'm not a perfect person yeah and his melody in the song is kind of similar i could see the connection to the reason i guess
0: but uh this song is clearly superior
1: I think (laughs) you're not a fan of who (laughs) was tank.
0: I wouldn't say I'm not a fan, but I'm, I'm also not a fan. I'm not a fan.
1: (laughs) I also wouldn't say I'm a fan, (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I don't know. This is like the big song off of this album. And okay. I think it shows like, this is I'd say other than some of his more recent singles that have come out that are a little more, I hate to say poppy, but they are more poppy that, um, yeah which poppy's not a bad thing. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's uh, <laughs> it's a stigma. We got to yeah, break it. Exactly. That's
1: that's why that's why I kind of like I I was being cautious about talking about mumble rap because I know it's used as a derogatory thing, but maybe it's just a stigma that needs to be get, gotten over, you know.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's it totally it cuz like I said, there is some good quote unquote mumble rap whatever and I I think it was started As a derogatory term, and then it kind of just turned into a thing. Like it's kind of like how people say like SoundCloud rap, which I've always considered to kind of be interchangeable. At least at a certain point in time, they were, and then they kind of branched off. Sure, but I don't know. It's yeah. So he's his new poppy stuff. It's pretty popular because it's poppy, and that's what pop (laughs) is. But yes. Other than that new stuff, this is probably his most popular song, and I really like it. Like you said, it's got kind of a cool background music. It sounds super chill, super wet almost, yeah. and it kind of builds up and comes back down. But like, what I like about the chorus is it feels like it should be really loud, and it feels like it should be really powerful, and it,
1: mm-hmm. it is,
0: but it also comes off as like subdued, because it never it never gets super loud other than when he's like screaming, like in the dark, whenever he's just let, yeah. like, belting it. But like the music never climbs up to that height. That, right. Like, it, does. it doesn't
1: necessarily, yeah, it doesn't follow his vocals, which is not a bad thing. I think it yeah. works well. I think it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, lyrically, this one was a bit more or a bit less clear cut, mm-hmm. I guess, from, from what he's thinking. It seems like he can't really decide whether or not he wants to be with the the girl he thinks he's not good enough for her, but he also wants another night with her, kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, it's like that's kind of where I was at the first few times I listened to it and then like he was on Genius does the verified YouTube videos whatever where they have like the artist come on and explain I guess if anything needs explaining half the time, it doesn't. And they just
1: talk about the song,
0: (laughs) but he said that this song was about finding somebody. I'm going to butcher this. It was about like finding somebody whenever you're depressed or just feeling bad and you're in the dark and you, you want to be with that person, I guess, but you also don't want to drag them into your shit. Like, you know, you're going to drag them down. Yeah. And they're going to end up slow dancing in the dark with you and kind of writing that line between like, well, I, I don't really want you to come here and just kind of become a, another sad boy with me.
1: But. <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure. I I, I think it, it, it's close to what I, uh, it was a lot along the lines that I was thinking where yeah. he's like, I, I know I'm not good enough for you. I'm, I'm, I'm self-defeating. I'm, I'm a sad boy kind of thing. I, I don't want to bring. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin your your life because you deserve better, kind of thing. But also, I really like you, so maybe.
0: <laughs> so call me, maybe.
1: So call me, maybe.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, and maybe that girl, she wasn't in it for the long haul. She just wanted a test drive.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so.
0: Yeah, because uh, the next song, is called "Test Drive."
1: Let's see what you did there.
0: Yeah, I I kind of did it, but, and like this song. Like, that's a theme throughout this album. I'm gonna go ahead and just bust on into the lyrics, I guess. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but like that seems to be a theme in this album is that he wants something permanent, and they just she just wants a test drive. Was kinda yeah. like the whole thing throughout this song. But
1: yeah, and, and, and like I said, it, it kind of happens throughout this album is that like he it, it's it's a lot of him saying that he doesn't want to be alone, that he wants to be with this, this girl, or it's multiple girls. It's kind of... I, I guess I shouldn't assume it's all about one girl, but yeah. uh, but he, it's always him seeking more than they are kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, And it's like building people up, which, once again, going back to the social kind of in, ineptness, just building people up past a point where they even should realistically be like, People are just people. It's not yeah. like it's not like every person you meet is going to be like, "Oh, the person I'm going to spend 3 years with." And that would suck <laughs> if that were the case anyways. Like Yeah. If you were just always in these crazy relationships with people that you shouldn't be in, but like if you're it seems like his idea of I guess love or something was pretty skewed at, right. at this point in his life if this maybe he's just like building it up for the songs which he could totally be but it seems like he's constantly wanting to go above and beyond i guess in these relationships whenever everybody else is just like yo man chill like- <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i i think it's uh yeah i guess it's kind of a relatable thing in in some ways but definitely a recurring theme on on this album yeah. Uh, musically this track more piano more lo-fi beats uh happening it does have a bit more traditional of a hip-hop beat that comes in definitely with a, with a bass line at this point um this one was produced by rl grime <laughs> uh which I, I haven't listened to a lot of his music but i, I know he, he usually does like dubstep i think mm-hmm. or or hardstyle stuff like that maybe but uh yeah it, it's kind of a kind of a cool beat chill song not super notable uh, in my opinion though
0: Yeah, same here. This was, because I did really like the first two songs, and this song was kind of, it kind of broke it with the more traditional hip-hop beats, which, not saying that
1: songs (laughs) with more
0: traditional hip-hop beats aren't good, but, like...
1: It just, it, it, it sticks out.
0: Yeah, it definitely sticks out. It's, this, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, like, this song isn't on my playlist with songs from this album. Like...
1: Gotcha.
0: It's it's not one of the ones that I regularly listen to. I mean, I will occasionally listen to this whole album, but not this yeah, song. Usually,
1: it's, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't have a win. Uh, I think maybe he just wanted you to to think about things. <laughs> no, that was that was bad. I couldn't. No, no, no I, I, we're we're awful at segueing this week, dude. No, it's it's because
0: BTS behind the scenes. See how I said BTS that way maybe <laughs> the algorithm will like pick yeah, up yeah. on me saying that. We'll shout
1: buzzwords. Yeah.
0: <laughs> For maybe, That's what we're reduced to. We've been uh we've been taking like a week off in between the things to try to catch up yeah. on our shows so they're more topical, I guess. It's like whenever we record it, we're not like, okay, well I'll see you. we'll drop this episode in
1: two Yeah, months. I mean we 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 just released the Corbin episode this week. And we recorded it like four or five weeks ago and it was, it was such a strange uh, connection to what had happened that prior weekend. Yeah. And it, it not that I'm necessarily worried about people thinking that we're like virtue signaling or something, but like it, it's, it feels bad being so far removed from when, when the content goes, goes up that. And so, so that, that was the primary, I guess. Re- well, I'm not gonna say that was a primary. That was a contribution to why we've been taking breaks between weeks. But also, you know, it's we, we sometimes just have bad weeks and we, we don't feel like we give, we could produce a good episode.
0: Uh, Not that we ever time. do anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, maybe, maybe some Nobody's listening anyway, yeah. so it, it hey. doesn't matter. And again, nothing changes for you all. We're still releasing one episode a week. We're just trying yeah. to get more current.
0: And sometimes we just talk about this for whatever reason
1: yeah i mean because who needs to to keep our podcast short no one's listening anyway track four is called (laughs) wanted you we're back on track no segue butchered the segue at the beginning wanted you is the fourth track on this album Uh, i kind of like this one it has some like uh like maybe arrhythmic drum beats uh, Mm -hmm. at the the beginning of it and then like there's a moody guitar that kind of comes in and and There's a whole lot that gets layered in in a very short amount of time. Uh, So it's kind of a lot to process, but I I think I enjoy it. It's so
0: nice. Like, I really like it. Kind of that pot, like you said, arhythmic. It sounds like almost pots and pans or something getting hit on at the first, at the very beginning of the song. And then like that, it cuts out that or the guitar comes in and then they bring back the pots and pans as like the actual (laughs) beat to the, to the song. And I just, it's just nice.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I think the 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 beat really complements the the tone that he has on the guitar. I wouldn't say that he has a great guitar tone, but I think it suits. It, it kind of plays nicely with the 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 drum sounds that he, that he's using.
0: Yeah, and like I think it kind of fits with his voice because, like in this song at least, like the way they filtered his voice, it sounds like he's singing almost from another room or something. Like, yeah, it's very. But
1: there's a lot of like. I, I don't know if reverb is, is the correct term, but it, it sounds distant, I guess.
0: It may not be the correct term, but I will also use that term. Very <laughs> reverb-y. But yeah. it kind of just fits it because like the off-kilter type drums that kind of seem like they're all over the place, but it happens enough that it makes a cohesive beat,
1: and then right. he's got his voice in there. But it's it's just nice. It's I like listening to it. I like singing along to it, you know. Yeah, the song actually also has a guitar solo, which kind of mm-hmm. caught me caught me off guard a little bit. It, it seems a little bit excessive at some parts, but most of it's enjoyable. The song, to me, seems like he's kind of having a breakdown and spilling his guts to to his wannabe lover and waiting for her to reciprocate, waiting for her to like fall in love with him. Uh, it seemed like in in the prior songs he was maybe threatening to move on. But I'd be like, fine, like if you don't if you don't care, like maybe I'll move on. But at this point it seems that it didn't work. His strategy didn't work, so maybe he's backpedaling a little bit and bargaining, saying like, look, you can take your time. I'll wait for you to come around. Because yeah. clearly like me threatening to leave didn't do anything. Uh which and, I mean and,
0: he's I don't know, he's he's admitted so many times that he's kinda like off-putting and is yeah. not great at like so why did you think threatening to leave was <laughs> gonna work man
1: yeah I, I don't know it's 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 I mean I guess it's it's a very human thing I yeah suppose. definitely so it, it gives us some character and I think the music feels a bit more raw and, and and maybe pained which kind of lends more credibility to that that theory that he kind of realized it didn't work and you now he's trying to like backpedal a bit definitely change your mind.
0: That's something that I definitely noted on this. Is like even his voice, even though it is, I guess more filtered, more reverby. Like it, it sounds like there is more emotion in it, definitely yeah. than the previous song.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I mean, if if this, if what you said at the beginning with this being kind of a collection of songs that maybe already existed and you just kind of throw them together, uh, it it makes sense with the kind of changing of tone, where this isn't necessarily a concept album.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's Normally, I wouldn't listen to an album that is kind of a collection of songs.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, I just I don't have anything against I, it.
0: I can't get over how good some of these songs are.
1: Which what can you get over, me? Joey?
0: Well, I can't get over you, that's for sure. Because uh, <laughs> the fifth song on this album is Can't Get Over You. And the sound on this song just, like... I feel like it flips completely. It does based on the last four songs. Like it is just kind of upbeat. It's kind of like I don't I don't know what the proper word
1: for it, but it's almost It's like, groovy. Yeah, groovy. <laughs> I was gonna say tingy, but groovy is groovy is an actual yeah. Word. It's, it's got a it's got a nice like simple B a groovy bass line that and some keys that come in. Honestly, this track felt like it could have been a Gorillaz track mm-hmm. at some point. It, it has that kind of like. That, that feeling to me, where it, it's maybe a bit eclectic at points, but there, there's that groovy baseline that kind of like pulls it all through, and I, don't know, I really like this track.
0: Well, it does. Not that this probably means anything, but one of the, like the co-producers on it was uh, Clams Casino, I believe. Yeah, yep. Clams, Cas- Clams Casino and Thundercat. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why it's. That's where that groove comes from. If anybody doesn't
1: know who Thundercat is, just uh, I mean, Google, really, go, go to YouTube. <laughs> go, go to YouTube and just find him because he's got yeah. some. He's
0: got some new stuff out. I believe. I think it's new stuff. It's new to me. Like
1: right. But and he's been around the block.
0: And that song. He has a few songs with Flying Lotus. I, I probably more than a few songs. But anyways. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Very very good bassist. Yeah. I this lends, is, lends, lends himself cool. to this track. This and, is not a uh, review
0: of Thundercat.
1: Yeah, the only complaint I have with this song, I think, is that it's so fucking short. It's mm-hmm. a minute and 48 seconds. I want more of this track.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe it's so good because it's short. and It, leaves it could you, be. It leaves you wanting more,
1: and that's what it, makes it It comes fun. in, it does what it needs to do, and it, it leaves, and I'm... I'm I'm now the Joji character who's in love with this <laughs> song and it, it, it left me or it's leaving and I can't make it stay. <laughs> but
0: speaking of mumble rap that you were speaking of a little bit ago, this song he mumbles
1: like you can yes. really tell and it. That makes he... me so upset <laughs> on a song that I like so much that the the lyrics are somehow more unintelligible than on the rest of the album. <laughs> But it's
0: fine, cause it's just a it's fine. It's a groovy, vibey little track where
1: he's like, yes, just like that. I think those are the official lyrics. Uh, but yeah, it, it seems like uh, the it, it's. I think the reason for the mood change. I didn't know that this wasn't a concept album, so I was kind of trying to justify it. So the rest of or, or the prior track. Is kind of him backpedaling a little bit and getting sad that she didn't care that he was threatening to leave, kind of a thing. And this one, it seems like he's trying to like rebound off of that. So it, it's, he, he's like, it, and it, it leads, I guess, into the next track as well, a bit. Uh, but we'll get there in a second. So th- this seems like he's like, you know what? Like, I, I can't get over you. I'm, I'm accepting that. I'm, 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 I'm just in it kind of a thing so he's, he's trying to make it a good thing yeah. i think he's kind of kind of rebounding from the depression that has been presented previously
0: rock on joji go ahead and rebound
1: that's <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah right the next track Track six, uh, I'm assuming you don't have anything else you want to, to <laughs> no. talk about. Uh, yeah, right, it's track six. I really enjoy this song, too. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned, this actually might be my favorite track on the album, Ooh. This or Can't Get Over You. Uh, and there's one other further one down the, the album. But anyways, this kind of continues that rebound that I that I picked up on. Uh, there's more lo-fi piano and some vinyl crackle, very, very lo-fi stuff. But, uh, the, the, and there's the, the lyrics oh, yeah. seem to be about him letting loose a bit. Finally, he's, he's dancing with some random chick that he doesn't have a connection to and clearly doesn't care about him. And he's okay with that. He's just kind of, kind of having fun. No strings yeah. attached. He's going to fuck up his life. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he says, yeah. Right. Uh, but it's it's fun. I like the melody in the song, the vocal melody a lot. I I sing along. The song gets stuck in my head Hell yeah. uh, a lot. This is uh, like also
0: it. also one of my favorite songs. So I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that you like it because uh, yeah. I don't know this. Like and <laughs> I just thought of the music video for this. Like I don't know if you saw it in your research, but it's
1: I did not. I haven't watched any of his music videos.
0: He like goes to a club. And it's just him and in all of his like music videos he's just very like dejected looking, kinda just like he he doesn't glam up for his music videos. He's
1: just Yeah. He he keeps He's a sad boy.
0: Yeah. And it's just him sitting in a chair and then like he's in a club and like three girls just come and just start like bouncing into him and stuff and he's <laughs> just sitting there staring at the camera, just like getting knocked around and shit. And it's just interesting. It's very much how you would think he is whenever he like is going into <laughs> a club to try to like just does not give two
1: shits. It's
0: it's just a very funny picture. But
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I I'm looking I just opened up the, the lyric genius page and i don't know if the the cover art for the single was part of the, the music video but it's him like he looks like he's passed out maybe and there are two yep. chicks just rubbing their butts in his face or something so yeah so that's that's part, part of the video
0: and i hate to say it's funny because like i know this is the whole thing is like he's with somebody who doesn't care if he dies like that's one of the like, right you, you don't care if i die yeah right yeah right but it's like I don't know, I, I shouldn't say it's funny, but it kind of, like the image of it is kind of
1: yeah. funny. It's, it's he's just he's laying laying there unconscious and they're just dancing. I don't yeah. give a shit. Which but, is which is his point.
0: Yeah. But like you said, like with the music, it's more that lo fi type sound that I think that he does really well. Like I really yeah. like I really like the songs that kinda of go with that. But yeah, I like I like it. It's good.
1: It's a good song. I agree. It's a good
0: song, and
1: uh, um, I d- don't don't been, strain your brain.
0: Yeah, I've never been to L.A., so it's <laughs> the next song is called "Why Am I Still in L.A.?" And this song, I, I, like I said, I think it was the last album where I had a song that I had like a love hate relationship, but hate was too mm-hmm. strong of a word. Like I don't at all hate this track, but there's parts of it that I don't care for as much as other parts. I guess
1: interesting this is this song specifically stands out to me on the album uh i i don't i wouldn't say it's one of my favorite songs on the album Mm -hmm. but there's so there's a big like climax in the song it's a big like rise and fall so it starts off there's like wait is this i think it may be uh no this is right yeah, no, this is this is this is a track. Anyways, what I was saying, I, I had a brain aneurysm or something. Brain aneurysm. Um, <laughs> the the song it, it has some like slow and quiet bass guitar with maybe some like glockenspiel, kind of doing some like musical melody stuff. Yeah, and it builds uh, some like feedback noise, and the bass picks up, the guitar builds, and then it just all dies and cuts back to the very slow and quiet bits. And I think it's cool from a musical perspective uh, for, because it ties in with the lyrics. I think, I think this song is him falling out of love with the party lifestyle that was established in the previous track. Yeah. So yeah, right. He's letting loose. He's having fun for the sake of it. And then over the course of this song, he kind of changes and realizes that he doesn't want this to be his life. In the chorus, he's saying he doesn't want to live forever which kind of implies that he's living fast and willing to die young. And then the song builds. It has this crazy build, which to me kind of seemed like he was maybe in over his head, taking drugs and stuff. Um, and, and that's when it, it has this crazy build that just goes nuts. And then it drops in the second verse when he's, he talks about falling for a girl's red eyes, which again implies drug use Yeah, uh, claiming that she's not his gal anymore. Maybe. And then he says something. It's his last line, uh, presumably of cocaine in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "On his last line, they ask why, like, why, why are you stopping? Yeah. Because they can't die. The, the line is my last line. They ask why, like, they can't die, uh, which means like whoever he's partying with is like, wait, why are you stopping? Like, yeah. we're not gonna fucking die. Like, we can keep doing this. So I, I think this this." That build is him maybe like breaking through and, and having this drug induced epiphany kind of a thing. And it was like, wait a minute, I need to chill the fuck out. And then it goes back to that slower, quieter music for the rest of the song.
0: I like it. I like it.
1: That that was my big brain theory for That's, this for this album. <laughs> see,
0: mine is almost, almost like yours. Like he's got into the... I mean, you know what? No, it's pretty much the same thing. Because like it's an epiphany... That I think everybody who's gone into like a a less than ideal way of life has had at one point. Like you're up at three in the morning just doing shit that you're like is morally questionable, and then all of a sudden you have that <laughs> moment of clarity where you're like, "Wait, what the fuck? What's what am I doing? Like, what's happening yeah. right now?" Like, and I don't know. This song, one of the things that I like about the song is I feel like it very much captures that exact feeling of yeah i don't want to say i mean i guess it's kind of shame of yourself or of what you're doing currently
1: embarrassment maybe yeah
0: but yeah i think it does a pretty well job of capturing it and i like the xylophones i'ma leave it at that I (laughs) i like xylophones
1: yeah it's 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 a nice nice melody I think they done with the, the glockenspiel kind of a thing going on. Uh, and th- nobody wants to die from drugs. If if you have an overdose, you know you're you're going to be having no fun. I did it. That's understatement no fun. of the understatement of the year. <laughs> no fun <laughs> is the eighth track on the album. This is a very summery sounding mm-hmm. uh, poppy track. I think this, I think this is the poppiest track on this album honestly. Uh, I know you said the second track, uh Slow Dancing in the Dark was. I think this track is a lot more like a summer pop, I guess, kind of yeah. a, kind of a deal. He has very clean vocals on this track, mm-hmm. cleaner than anywhere else on on the album. You can actually hear what he's saying for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's it's just kind of a nice summer summer bop. About uh, to me, what I got out of it is that he was enjoying being alone for a change, but also kind of feeling regret. He's he's driving around, avoiding responsibility and avoiding his friends. Uh, and, and maybe feeling a bit numb because he's burned bridges with those friends.
0: Yeah. I, I like how you found a concept out of, maybe this, you, you no know, you're convincing <laughs> me. Maybe this is a concept album, but I just didn't like know it or something. But, uh, yeah, maybe I'm
1: just looking too far into everything.
0: Maybe, but I mean, if you're finding, if you're finding gold, you're not looking too far. You're looking at the exact right angle. <laughs> but, uh, I suppose so. It's I've always got the vibe that he's alone because he's working on himself or like he's focusing on himself, I guess.
1: Yeah. And
0: like I guess the party friends are like, ah, look at this guy. He doesn't have time to party with us. He's over there <laughs> self-improvement. But uh one thing I do want to note, that little vocal sample thing at the beginning is creepy as hell, man. Like that like yeah.
1: ee- <laughs> type whatever
0: it is. <laughs> It freaks me out. There's like a... I don't know. I watch scary video, Like spooky videos. I don't want to say scary. Spooky videos on YouTube where they're like... The top five spookiest sounds
1: ever recorded. <laughs> Whatever. And yeah. that, that legit sounds like something straight out of like...
0: Some weird Russian number station that you'd hear on a ham radio out in the forest or something.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I, no, I, I enjoy it.
0: I definitely like the song. It just creeps me out at the beginning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> interesting interesting i think i think it's it's again it's it's a summer pop song it's yeah. not there's not a whole lot to talk about i i, I didn't think musically yeah. anyway it's, crisp, it's good it's fun, very crisp vocals there we go very crisp crispy af
0: uh and the next song that's gonna come through is uh come through the, <laughs> the ninth song that's a ninth song right yeah ninth, nine yeah i ninth. wanted to make sure i didn't have not my numbers right. I think I numbered two different songs, number
1: eight, which uh, <clears> fun, Shame on you.
0: Fun fact, Easter egg, uh whenever I was posting one of the social media things like a few weeks ago, I think it was the one for one oh tricks point never, I put the wrong episode number on it. Like I numbered oh, two two episodes, like number
1: six or something. That's yeah, so,
0: fine. I'm just not good with numbers. That's how
1: who gives a shit? Nobody nobody again, nobody's listening to us.
0: Yeah, nobody's but nobody's keeping I, up with us. But I know. I, I listen <laughs> and this is it's fine you know we talk a lot about nobody listens and nobody actually does listen but i mean that's beside the point
1: because (laughs) hey okay let's let's we're, we're in the middle of this episode here i'm just gonna say if if you are listening to this right now and you're you're hearing us have this discussion leave us a comment on this video on youtube i don't care if you're listening to it somewhere else go to youtube find this video leave a comment I'm just curious. I want to see if anyone's actually listening. Yeah, because that's the thing. I listen,
0: like so that's a view or a listen, right. or what, whatever. I'm however I'm listening to it. I don't. I don't have Apple. I don't have an Apple device, so I don't listen on Apple Podcasts. Which we are on, right. by the way, all you, yeah. all you Apple, <laughs> all you Apple users. Uh, but yeah, so like if I'm on Spotify or if I'm on YouTube, which I'm usually on YouTube because. YouTube has literally everything. But
1: (laughs) yeah, so just leave us a comment. I'm just curious if if anyone actually hears this. But the point I was gonna make is that it's
0: okay because we do this as as a way to further our understanding of each other's musical tastes and preferences,
1: and to discover new music. And indeed, it's just it's for us more than more than for the world.
0: Yeah, but if you all like it, then that's cool too.
1: Indeed. Why 100%. did I?
0: Why did I go off on that tangent? Why does? That... I don't know
1: if you did or if I did. I, I think it was me. Me complaining that nobody's listening, so it's okay <laughs> if we misnumber things. It doesn't matter. Number nine, come through. Come Take through. it away, Joey. Okay. I want you to explain the song to me before I go into it.
0: Okay. You know what? Uh, I mean. I think it's honestly about like. He, so he's st- in this in this world that you have created. This concept world that you have created for this. Sure. He it's like that three once again that 3am clarity feeling except this time he doesn't have the partying to lean on and it's that loneliness that where the actual your deep mind brain starts creeping in on itself and you're Mm -hmm. like oh shit i can't be alone i can't be alone right now i can't i can't do this and he's like trying to call up that girl or whoever he was talking about before like hey Come, come come through, come come see me so I'm not
1: alone right, right now.
0: Like I need like the re-realization I guess that he needs that person.
1: Yeah. So so this one took a bit of thought on my end. It it's kind of I don't know, I, I think I put more thought into into the song than I have on any other song that we've done that we've discussed. Ever? But uh at least on this podcast. Oh, okay. I think. Um <laughs> In, in the verse, he uses a lot of like monster imagery and like specifically like vampires and stuff. And he mentions like a Leviathan or whatever. Um, so my initial thought was that he was calling his girlfriend a monster as well as calling himself one. She doesn't like him. He doesn't like her. But that just makes them work as a couple kind of a thing. He says, you don't really like me, no. And I don't really like people, um, which kind of made me do that. However... Somebody else on on Lyric Genius, which is again what I use when I'm doing lyrics, I, I usually have my own theories on this stuff, but somebody blew this thing wide open for me. Oh, they had a much more compelling theory. So there there's a whole vampire th- scheme in the verse that, that I that I mentioned. He mentions, you know, killing him with a stake, getting bit on the neck and, and wrist, and not seeing his reflection or whatever. And this person it makes perfect sense that he's talking about this girl calling her a vampire who is only using him for his money. So he, he says that something uh, with a thousand teeth, like a Leviathan referring this, this person claims referring to grills that rappers usually wear, you know, having very shiny teeth and biting tightly on his wrist, referring to like a nice watch weighing tightly on my neck, referring to chains or necklaces and then he says, if I lived too long, you'd kill me with a stake." which could be her or him saying that, like, look, I know she's only with me for my money. And at some point she might just kill me to get my life insurance kind of a thing. If, if I get old and she just wants wants easy money, kind of a, a deal. So I, I think that makes perfect sense with, with, with uh, the theme of the album and the song. But I thought it was an interesting theory.
0: I wish you wouldn't have told me that that was off of a uh, genius because I would have just like given you, I would have made <laughs> an award and given it to you for that. Annotation. Yeah. I,
1: I, didn't, I didn't want to claim claim credit where it wasn't due, which is why I gave my initial interpretation as well. But yeah, it makes perfect sense. He, he even like, he mentions like diamond ab or Pete diamonds, like a dancing queen. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it all makes sense. So maybe a combination of that and what you were saying because again the song's called come through he's asking her to like come over so maybe he's still kind of stuck in this abusive toxic relationship where he's like look i know she doesn't give a fuck about me i know she's yeah. using me for my money or or her jewelry or or watches or whatever but like i need somebody right now kind of a deal
0: or maybe she's the one telling him to come through it could be from her perspective i don't know
1: I think that makes more sense, which is why it it kind of caught me off guard because he says if I lived too long, you'd kill me with a stake, implying that he was a vampire kind of a yeah. thing. Which is why my initial interpretation was saying that they were both kind of monsters. But uh, I think it, it would it would make sense if it was all from her perspective, kind yeah. of deal. So, well, I like this song. So I do, I do as well. This is the other. This is the third of my favorite songs on this album, and I, I think it. I think just the. The, the guy blowing this open for me really, really solidified <laughs> that. Well, that's
0: good. That's good. I like... I don't know. He's got a few songs on this album that I would say are wet-sounding. Yeah. This is one of them. I just, which part of the chorus is like w- come through um, water on yeah, me. Something. Water
1: on me. Yeah, so swimming, swimming like me, though. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it makes sense. But I like it. It's just... I don't know. This whole album is a very vibey thing for me.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a very, we'll, we'll talk about the album overall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're going, we're behind schedule. I yeah, think.
0: We, we are. We still got three songs, man. What
1: are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, we're, we're, we're stalling a whole lot. It's fine. <laughs> Again, nobody's listening, so it doesn't matter. Track 10, RIP. I don't have a segue for it. Rip, uh, rip, rip your it's, segue. <laughs> rip my segue. There you go. RIP. It's, uh, this one features, uh, Trippy Red. Uh, who's apparently a rapper? I hadn't heard of him. <laughs> Is that offensive? I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. Trippy Red, if you hear this, I'd be honored to have you uh, defend yourself. I, uh, I I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll hash he it out doesn't, offline. He doesn't need to defend himself. He's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, he's a rapper. We got beef now. We'll we'll have a rap battle or something. Regardless, R.I.P. Featuring Trippy Red. Uh, it's another dark kind of hip hoppy song yeah. musically, which makes sense. It has a rapper uh, on it. the The thing is, he uses a lot of auto tune mm-hmm. when he's rapping, and at some points I don't like it, but other points it kind of reminds me. It, it kind of sounds like it could have been on like Kid Cudi's latest album, yeah. uh, "Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying," which I I'm in love with that album. Um, so I I don't know. I have a love hate relationship with the song. <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of the same way, cause
0: like I've never heard a song. the The most I've known about Trippy Red is I watch. Uh, Lil Dicky has a show on Hulu called Dave, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like slightly autobiographical, and Trippy Red was on there, and that's Uh-oh. like the first time I had ever seen him, and heard him. So, like he's he does a fine job on this on this song. <laughs> what gets me is I can see direct parallels. Between this like type of music and like the emo scene from like 2007, like whenever he's <laughs> singing "I Would Die for You," yeah, his, his voice I could put it in like a My Chemical Romance song or like, huh? Like I, I feel like I could. I, I interesting. Can, I could see it, and it like
1: it I, just, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can agree with you there.
0: Well, you know what?
1: <laughs> maybe maybe MCR was like the wrong band yeah listen i'm not a huge fan of mcr but they got they got they got some good chops honestly
0: they got got some bops that's for sure i
1: think think the whole the whole black parade album is pretty good maybe maybe i'll put that on on our list and we'll do it we'll we'll change your mind about emo music i've heard two songs off of that i've heard wait was teenagers okay never mind sorry (laughs) we're (laughs) we're already we're we're coming up on the 55 ish minute mark
0: okay next song Next song, right?
1: Yeah, sure. X, uh, yeah. We, b- before what? before we do that, just because we, we skipped over all lyrical content. Yeah. I mean, I guess not. You, you kind of mentioned it. It's him talking about he's so in love with someone that he would die for them. Yeah. Which you mentioned, I just glossed over there's not a whole lot more to the song than that are you even listening to me jeremy i'm not i'm really i'm i'm watching this clock tick it just hit the one hour mark uh, and we started five minutes after ish maybe, maybe six minutes after so uh we gotta wrap this shit up quick no we oh, don't we don't have a fucking song. time limit we have no boss joey we can take as long as we goddamn want <laughs> who are you my dad <laughs> okay. anyways track X, 11 X, X, next song XNXX. XNXX. Song,
0: okay. So, I, like, this song, I thought I had it all pegged at the first time because the song name is the name of a website
1: where a sad boy might go to spend. <laughs> time. But, yeah, it's the name of a porn site.
0: Yeah. And then I, uh, I read up and it could be also about Xanax. I don't know. I don't know. This song is kind of like one of, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's a mass song to me, but it like, it doesn't hit me in any sort of way. Yeah. Like it's, I honestly have only listened to it. I think I had only listened to it two times before I oh, recommended really? this album. Just because it like. Interesting. It, yeah. I don't know. It, it
1: did. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I think I understand where you're coming from. And that, like the whole, he 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 says the word round a whole lot. A whole lot. It's it, it's kind of like uh, Rihanna singing "Work," mm. right? Where where it kind of just like it, which is, I don't mind that song. I enjoy that song. I like Rihanna, uh, so maybe that's not the best song. But I, I can at least understand from the perspective, especially someone like you who hasn't listen to a lot of pop music would kind of not really be attracted to this however i really like the vocal melody on this and i really like the rhythm that he that he sings with on this track um so i the song gets a pass for me i I kind of enjoy it
0: well you know what i guess we'll just have to agree to disagree and maybe (laughs) i'll uh, i'll I'll come around to it at some
1: point (laughs) yeah um so speaking of which the the song he he says the word round a whole lot because he's saying saying all the rhymes that make your world go round 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 whatever he doesn't want he doesn't want to run around round 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 um it it made me think that he's acknowledging the fact that he's in kind of a cyclical relationship with this girl and he doesn't want to keep breaking up with her and getting back together and breaking up with her and getting back together so this is kind of again going with my concept thing is him like it's character progression saying that i don't want to keep doing this like we need to stop the shit i know on the last song i said i would die for you and maybe that's why i'm realizing that like (laughs) maybe i'm in too deep here maybe maybe we just need to stop this because this this can't be healthy for either of us Uh, and it also bleeds into the next track which is i'll see you in 40. this track is very interesting uh, mm-hmm. From a production wise, I like it a whole lot. Oh yeah. Um, but before we, before I discuss the music, just riding off the high of the last one, where he's saying he doesn't want to keep breaking up and getting back together with this girl, it seems like this song is the true end of his relationship. He's accepting it and moving on, despite still uh, admitting that he he's in love with her. He's like, you know what, like, I love you, but I'm not coming back. I've got to go find myself. I'm going to go deal with my with my own shit and figure out what's going on here.
0: Very astute. I could not have said it better myself <laughs> because, uh, I. I don't know, the only other thing that I could hit upon is it very much gives a sense of nostalgia, I don't know, to me anyways. Yeah. Like he's, it paints a picture of, I don't know, a feeling we were talking about actually the other night about the pizza place that we used to work at together mm-hmm. of wishing you could go back to a certain point in time and being like, that'd be great. Cause everything was,
1: everything was just okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Everything. Yeah. Not, not like it was hunky dory, whatever we what but what wishing you could go back to a certain point in time, but like the realization that you, you just can't because yeah. nothing is the same. Nothing has stayed. Time has moved on. Right. And everything is different now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's man. It's it's a sad boy concept, I think. But, <laughs> uh, so now now that we've we've cleared the lyric portion of this, I, I really do want to talk about the production of the song and the music. So the song is so interesting to me because it starts off with some like bamboo flute kind of thing or some horn, and then like a uke comes in a ukulele comes in and then there's some really heavily distorted auto-tuned vocals from him Mm -hmm. and so the the song structure there's an intro there's what i deem the actual song and then there's an outro so the intro is Mm -hmm. is that kind of like light and floaty like bamboo flute and ukulele it's very pleasant uh with some very strange heavily distorted auto-tuned vocals where he's just singing um and then the guitar comes in and changes the tone of the song completely and gives it kind of a lo-fi feel. Yeah. And the beat comes in real strong and then the actual song starts. And then after he, he gets through uh, his chorus and his verse, um, the outro comes in and it's pretty much identical to the, the intro with the ukuleles and, and the flutes and the distorted autotune vocals. And his vocals, he he's, done something so interesting with them with the distortion and the auto tune that it sounds like his voice is a saxophone or a bamboo flute that is trying trying to (laughs) sing the words out but obviously the the words don't come out it's just the noise it kind of reminds me of like uh kanye west he does a lot of like vocoder stuff where he makes his his voice kind of sound like an instrument uh deal but yeah, I thought it was it was super interesting. I think it's a great way to end the album. Uh lyrically it ties up the story. He's ready to move on kind of a thing. Um but musically it's it's very pleasant, I think.
0: Yeah, I definitely dig it. Like I really 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 like the ukulele as the outro. I mean, I like it as the intro as well. Yeah. But it's uh, from some of his more lo-fi days. He used to have a bunch of like not I guess not a bunch of ukulele in his songs but there's a few songs from the past that this kind of calls back to of his okay uh but I don't know like you said it I like the way he uses his vocals as kind of a an instrument but you can tell he's also still trying to sing something but yeah I don't know what it is
1: <laughs> yeah I, I can't make it out either <laughs> But
0: uh, like that Eastern guitar, that kind of yeah. I don't know. I think it sounds Eastern.
1: I I, I was going to put that in my notes. I was like, is that racist? Yeah, or I don't. Is that just me? me like my, me like looking too hard into it because the dude's Asian. But I definitely picked up on that as well. Yeah, like
0: and I mean, it's not a guitar. It's I mean, it. I think it is a guitar, but the sound that it reminds me of is not a guitar. Right. I don't know exactly what instrument it is, but it's yeah, I don't know. It's There's, cool like whenever the actual song hits in because it fucking hits dude like yeah. whenever the actual actual quote-unquote actual song starts right and those punchy drums ooh, they're punchy
1: <laughs> punchy drums are punchy
0: but yeah it's a very good way to end this in the album you know i'm glad we're fi- we're back on on a album that has what i see to be a fitting end
1: yeah yeah uh I'm a little finny didn't like Banks Goddess, but no, that's fine. <laughs> Don't, no, I mean, no, I'm not just kidding. <laughs> it's not
0: that I didn't like it; it's just that I didn't. It was a lot. I didn't love it because it was yeah. a lot. Like there were yeah. def- there were elements that I didn't like. It.
1: No, I t- I totally agree. I think I would even go so far as to say that I like this album more than I like Banks Goddess album. Uh, I think I, I still like uh, Banks second album better, but that's neither here nor there. Overall, I like this album a lot musically. Mm-hmm. there there's a lot of cool production stuff going on throughout the whole thing. Um, I still, the vocals, I just, I don't know. I'm still on the fence about them. Yeah. And it's again, it could just be a stigma that I, I need to overcome with the whole mumble rap thing. But, uh, I could definitely put this album on and go for a drive or put it on as like background noise. And there's a lot of good vocal melodies. It's, it's, it's good. I don't know. I like it. Well, I just that, can't can't get over the vocals. Just <laughs>
0: <yet>. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I get it. Like he does have a very distinct, I guess, voice, and I, it's weird to say distinct because it is a style that a lot of other people use, right? But that style is very, very unique in the way that it's not. I don't know, kind of like I don't want to compare it exactly to what I was saying about One Trick's Point Never, where it's like this isn't something that you would recommend to whatever, because this is something I would recommend to people, but you would have yeah. to know the person and their preferences on vocals, I guess, before you recommend it to them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean despite that you still recommended it to me and well, it of worked out, I did. So That's because I can just unload all all the shit that I listen <laughs> All of the to shit that you. you can't that you can't share with anybody else. Yeah, there's you're, a you're just like, we'll see we'll see how Jeremy feels about uh, those yeah. ones.
0: <laughs> Definitely, and I'm glad that you at least somewhat liked it.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, that's kind of the point of of this for us is to just kind of like discover a discover new music and b discover things about each other's musical tastes and maybe even about our own musical tastes
0: and maybe and even make some friends along, along the way.
1: <laughs> and maybe even make some money, uh, friends <laughs> along the way. Um, but but yeah, next week we're going to be listening uh, to another dark pop album in my my quadrilogy is that a word is quadrilogy a word it is now man uh it is now (laughs) so we started with banks goddess um next week we're going to be listening to a swedish dark pop dream pop kind of deal um the artist is licky lee which i'm going to spell for you she's swedish it's l y k k e space l i her album is called so sad so sexy and I, I think you'll actually really enjoy this album, uh, from what I remember. But I haven't listened to it in a little bit, but I really enjoy the album. Uh, I think you're going to like it more than you liked Banks, which is kind of what I was going for with this whole build-up of dark pop over time. Um, but I was hoping to put this one a week <laughs> later, but this one fits better after hearing Ballad's One by Joji. Uh, so I think it'll be fine. I think you'll you'll enjoy it.
0: Well, cool. I hope I do enjoy it. I hope I don't absolutely hate it.
1: <laughs> i mean i doubt you'll absolutely hate it. i don't know is there any music we'll we'll, we'll have a podcast about that yeah. i'm not i'm not even gonna get into that i don't know of any music that you'll absolutely hate so i'm sure uh, i can, we find can talk it. about that yeah that's true we, we can talk about that another day yeah maybe. Um, okay but until then uh if you guys want to reach out to us we're on twitter facebook instagram youtube everywhere soundcloud apple podcast google podcast spotify boom bam, if boom. we're if we are not on a platform that you would listen to us on, a. How are you listening to us now? And b. Let <laughs> us know, and I'm sure we can get there. Yeah. So, uh, we, we it, it's not hard to to get set up with a lot of these places. It seems, uh, fortunately, other than Apple Podcasts was kind of a pain.
0: Yeah, it's all, it's
1: all good now. It's all good now. Sorry, Apple. <laughs> Maybe you should stop being such a bunch of proprietary assholes.
0: Hey, that's yeah,
1: yeah. Definitely do that. <laughs> It'd be great. Fuck them! <laughs> Fuck Apple! <laughs> Fuck you if you're listening to us on an iPhone. I'm just kidding. I'm just not... kidding. You're, you're a consumer. You yeah. know you gotta you gotta buy something. I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. What is happening? Let's nah, ju-
1: this us oh, this, this was this is a rusty episode for us. Uh, so sorry if if the uh, the content wasn't great, but we'll 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 get back on a regular schedule hopefully yeah. and uh, relearn how to do this. <laughs>
0: Hey, I had fun, and that's all that matters, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> we we had fun. We spent an hour uh, talking about music, and and I think it, it was
0: good. We spent good like we spent like forty five minutes talking about music, and another thirty talking
1: about <laughs> random <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh well, it'll it'll be fine. People people like being side sidetracked. I think I don't know. We'll, are we still in the podcast? What's happening? We, we are still in the podcast, Joey. We have not signed off. Take us home, Joey. <laughs> okay. Well.
0: Yeah, like Jeremy said, Licky Lee, is that how you say it? I try uh, to look up the pronunciation, but the pronunciation <laughs> uses Swedish characters
1: and I don't know how to pronounce them. Yeah, I th- I think it's it's not Licky Lee necessarily, but uh it is the Swedish variant of Licky Lee, which is, it sounds I I think like Licky Lee. Oh my L- god. Licky Lee. I, I don't fucking know. Look L Y K K E L I Hey while we're fine, uh, while we're
0: using uh big names. How about we get PewDiePie to to, to read that <laughs> Swedish for
1: us. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but but th- this is the second Swedish pop, dark pop uh, album that I'm going to be putting. Two blues is Swedish. I, I think I mentioned that. Man, so, maybe Sweden's just kind of got a lock on this. The sad boy pop.
0: I mean, I think they do because, like, not necessarily Sweden, but the whole Scandinavia type thing. That's where like black metal came out of. It's yeah, just,
1: which it's, is basically dark pop. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just the thoughts
0: while less anarchist anarchistic whatever but uh, they have black metal was like proto sad boy kind of
1: yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) I I, I will not be listening to a black black metal album next week Uh, week we're listening to more pop
0: yeah more pop and that's probably for the best but yeah that's what we're listening to next week (laughs) hey everybody (laughs) Uh, thanks for listening if you're still here
1: why but okay see (laughs) make sure to stay in our feedback loop bye